Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Phones to silent, doors to cross-check, hold on to your hats. This is Five Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast, with your hosts, Stocks, Sparky, Murph and Nick. What the actual dickens is going on in free agency? We bought you a Monday podcast because we had to, and now we're bringing you a Tuesday. OMG, Five Yard Rush is back two days in a row. Me and Murph, standard procedure. Big man, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, wasn't expecting to do this, but it was a, a tsunami of uh, free agency deals that came through uh, from pretty much from when we got off the call yesterday. So to uh, from that to literally my, my phone was just going nonstop from about 3, 3.30. And now all of a sudden we've got probably close to 30 deals that have been completed in a period where it's just like, this is acceptable time to start talking about deals. And as soon as it opened, the floodgates opened. So it's, it's an exciting time, but wow, I'm, I'm in shock at how many deals have gone through already. It's mental. It's just like everyone was completely and utterly ready and had already spoken almost. And it was just like, pew, 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 just people being signed left. And the money is ridiculous as well. Oh, I, just, people are just, I don't understand it. How has this happened? I just, I can't believe it. It's just literally, and there's still deals just going through now and it's just mad. I just don't, I could, some of the money, we'll get into some of the money. And, you know, I, the first thing to sort of advise people is when they're looking at contracts that go through, look at the guaranteed money first. You know, you, you can see Landon Collins and he's got a six year deal and you'll see a figure like in the 80 millions and you think, well, oh, that's a lot. But look at the guaranteed money and, and try and understand the hit per year because that's when you can tell if a deal is a good deal or not and depending on like a cap year you'll get some teams that will front load the contracts because they've got a lot of cap this year so you can expect a team like the Colts to, to sign players to maybe a big deal but they'll front load it and pay most of the guaranteed money like this year um, because they've got all their cap room and then stagger so that the future years don't cost as much and it doesn't hurt their cap space so it's not just the value of the deal but it's how they pay it and how much is guaranteed is really important in this process. Is that the same sort of thing that happened to Aaron Rodgers and his contract? Then they front loaded a lot of that, didn't they? Yeah, so they front loaded a lot of that with guarantees and signing bonuses and things. And a lot of that's fine when you've got the, the cap room to do it so that it doesn't stagger as much and hurt your cap down the line. Um, so if you've got a year where you've got plenty of cap, then that's absolutely fine. But, um, well, I say it's fine. It's still a bit mad, but it's, it's more palatable than um, some of the other uh, things out there. So it's just it's just keen to when you're looking at the numbers to try and understand um, how they're getting paid, how much they're getting paid. And just because it's a four year deal doesn't mean that that player is going to be there for four years. You look at the guaranteed money and you'll see that very often only the first two years are guaranteed, which means they can get out of the contract effectively in the third year with no penalties at all. 
Um, so that's uh, another really key thing. So just just be wary of that when you're reading these deals because they sound a lot larger than they are, but they're still even said that some absolutely ridiculous deals in here. Mm, no doubt. But before we dive into the free agency stuff that's happened in the last 24 hours, just got to point out that the boys over at NFL Vintage UK are hooking us up with a discount code Rush Nation. So if you want any vintage jerseys, T-shirts, sweats, snapbacks, they've even got some signed stuff over there. It's, uh, yeah, the code is 5YARDRUSH and it's 10% off store-wide, which is pretty good. And Murph's got the website coming. Yeah, so it's uh, NFLVintageUK.com. So get yourself on there and uh and to have a look and go through because there is some really good stuff on there it tends to not last very long um so just get on there and make make use of it because they're really cool guys they do a lot it's grown massively um and this this code is only as we said yesterday for one week so do if you see something on there jump on it this week um and get that extra 10 percent off because it's not often that he does discount codes and the more uh, people that do buy this week the the more codes that we can do and the better offers we can get for you long term so even if it's just um a hat or something like you mentioned you got your Aaron Hernandez jersey um and you know there's plenty of other really cool stuff on there that you can get so do jump on I love the starter jackets uh on there that they've got from the 90s they're so sick yeah and, and not only that go follow them on Instagram as well because quite a lot of the stuff they get in they post straight on there and it's a good way of communicating instantly rather than going on the site and and looking for something you might just see the jersey you really want and it comes on insta and stuff sells instantly i mean i my aaron hernandez jacket uh, jersey sorry i he put it up and i messaged him within a minute or two and he said fine it's yours i'll put it as a private listing and if i'd have missed it by maybe five minutes it would have gone to someone else so you've got to be on the trigger a bit like most of the nfl teams were in the last 24 hours yeah definitely um so so much has happened uh we did miss one bit of business in our recap um so uh we can start with that because it was one that that i did miss off the list it's not surprising considering the amount of deals but everything from the first deal onwards happened literally from when when we got off uh talking yesterday so uh quite a lot happened (laughs) Right, yeah. Well, let's start the Super Bowl champion, shall we? Yeah, so um, defensive end Michael Bennett has been traded from the Eagles to the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots have given up a 2025th round pick and the Eagles have given alongside Michael Bennett a 2027th round pick. So uh, just as the Patriots were about to lose Trey Flowers, who we will get to uh, in just a moment, uh, in this free agency period, they've made a huge move to acquire Michael Bennett from the Eagles. Um, so. It's not a big price for the for the Super Bowl champions. They've got plenty of pick spare in the next couple of years. So to cough up a fifth, um, get a seventh back for uh, a quite a, a, a big talent. It's just, you look at this and you think this is a standard Patriots move. Let's just get, we'll lose someone because we're not going to pay them big money. That's fine. We'll bring someone else in and we'll get them. So fantastic business again from the Patriots. They They just keep doing it over and over again. And that's why they win the Super Bowls. But we've talked about that over and over again. And if you mention it on Facebook, people come at you. So we'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) So the Eagles did lose Michael Bennett, as we just mentioned. But they've signed defensive tackle Malik Jackson from Jacksonville. Yeah, from Jacksonville. Uh, (laughs) Three-year deal, 30 million quid. Thanks very much. He is 29, but I think you can play slightly older onto the D-line, can't you? You play a bit longer. Um, it's worth noting that in 2016, he signed a six-year contract worth $85.5 million. Um, and he was mainly uh, cut due to the left over years. So this is what I was talking about. So he, as much as he had a six-year $85.5 million uh, contract, he was still being paid. I think he still had another 40-odd million to go on that deal. Um, and it was starting with 15 million this year, but the second half of that amount wasn't guaranteed. So they can cut him for very little um, to no penalty, which is why they've cut him this year, because otherwise it's a huge cap hit. And they didn't see the kind of production they were kind of hoping when they put together that huge contract. So uh, the Eagles get uh, Jackson on effectively a cut price on what he was on. I think 23, 22 million of this is guaranteed. So uh, the majority of it, 
Um, it's a good deal for Jackson, although he's not getting as much as he probably would have got if he'd stayed in Jacksonville. He's still getting a good amount of money for someone who is 29 and is, you know, probably got three, four years left of his career. Well, yeah, I mean, let's talk about some serious money and move on to the Raiders. They've signed defensive tackle Trent Brown. <laughs> four-year, $66 million deal will give him the largest annual salary of any blocker in the league. These boys are spending some money. Yeah, Raiders just seeming to just uh, throw all the cash up and and send it over the wall. It's just absolutely madness. So um, it, it's got to be fun. I mean, they had a, such a bad season last year. You must be sitting there as a Raiders fan thinking, what is going on? We've just got Antonio Brown. We're bringing all these pieces in. And now they've dropped a lot of money on, on Trent Brown. This is going to massively help um, Derek Carr. Derek Carr will benefit significantly from this deal. And it will give him a bit of extra protection from a team that gave up a lot of sacks and a lot of pressures last year. So it's an expensive deal. It's a lot of money. Like like you said, it's the largest uh, annual salary to any blocker in the history of the league. So a lot of money, a lot of cheddar. But he has been a good player over years. And let's see if he delivers that value. Yeah, it's going to help Lev Bell running through holes as well. If they, yeah, I mean, I still expect that to go ahead. So we're waiting <laughs> for that to happen. It's not happened yet, but uh, literally got Twitter on to see what happens. Right. The Bills, they've signed cornerback Kevin Johnson to add depth to competition at cornerback. He's going to compete with uh, uh, unrestricted free agent Levi Wallace, who was impressive in his seven games last year. Yeah, so Levi Wallace went undrafted last year. He came in for the last seven games of the season. He looked pretty good. He was um, PFF's highest rated rookie cornerback last year, which is impressive for someone who didn't get drafted. Um, but having <laughs> said that, he you know didn't play that many games, uh, only played really towards the end of the season. So you've now got Kevin Johnson in there to add some competition, add some, some stability to see who's going to be the best fit moving forward. So not a bad move. Uh, financials haven't been released on this as far as I'm aware. So we're yet to find out, but I don't think it's a huge, uh, massive contract like some of these we're about to talk about and get into. Yeah, talking of money, <laughs> the 49ers have signed linebacker Quan Alexander, one of your lads, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, Buccaneer, former Buccaneers, now a 49er, $27 million guaranteed. He is coming off a torn ACL, might not be ready for training camp. He's about four months away from being ready. That's a lot of money. It's a huge amount of money. You can see why the Buccaneers uh, didn't sign him, so they've been in talks about a deal. The Buccaneers were willing to pay about six or seven million. They let him go and uh, chase a market value. He wanted closer to 10. He's got a lot more than 10, 13 and a half million a year. He's getting coming off an ACL. That's a lot, a lot of money. He's a good player. Like, don't get me wrong. He's a good player. I've watched him. He's a loss to that uh, Buccaneers uh, defense, but he's coming off an ACL. And it's, yes, okay, it's a bit more routine than it used to be, but it's still a significant injury. And they're guaranteeing $27 million of that. So he is guaranteed in his first year coming off that injury. I mean, that's a, I, I it's a bold move. It is bold. I wasn't even guaranteed a job after my ACL, and this guy's going out and earning money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's basically secured himself $27 million. So you know he's going to be set for life, if he, even if he doesn't really get to play again. So uh, unbelievable deal. John Lynch is really under pressure there as... Uh, the GM there and it's these sorts of deals that you, they have to work for you. And if he doesn't come back and fire a hundred percent, that's going to put him even more in the firing line because I don't know, man, that's, you're talking a lot. That's a lot of money for a player that isn't fit and might miss the start of the season. I don't disagree. I like this next one. The Lions have signed cornerback Justin Coleman to a multi-year contract that we're making the highest paid nickel cornerback in the NFL. <laughs> Rappaport reported Coleman's deal would be four years in length for $36 million. That's quite a cornerback duo with him and Darius Slay over in, in Detroit now, especially with Matt Patricia being a defensive head coach. And it wasn't, um, yeah, it wasn't the only player they, they added to that, to that defense. So it's a, it's a big deal. Um, he's a good player. I think it's going to be interesting to see how that pans out. But that's, uh, again, for the position, it's setting the needle. You've got some guys like Ronald Darby now in, in free agency. You're going to be looking at that deal going, I want some of that. Yes, please pay me up. Um, it's going to really move the, the market on cornerbacks. But 
yeah, big deal. Should pay out well. Do rate the player. Very good player. Massive signing for the Lions. It should yeah. definitely give them a bit of extra um, coverage, especially yeah, in, that, well, in that secondary that was a bit flimsy last year. We might as well stay at the uh, Ford Field, Detroit, Michigan, uh, and note that they've signed defensive end Trey Flowers. <laughs> yeah. This, this is this a great is piece to add. A huge piece. Uh, amazing player, Trey Flowers. Again, we, we, we should specify that these aren't quite all done. They will get signed um, tomorrow. So some of these deals don't have the financials. Um, the only news that I have on this is that he's going to be paid more than $16 million a year. But we don't have the full guaranteed amounts uh, just yet. We will know a lot more tomorrow. So, uh, I mean, he's a, for me, he was a top five free agent. It's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, they needed to upgrade that pass rush. It makes a lot of sense. It's been rumored, but to finally get it over the line, it's a very good signing when you're looking at other players uh, that have gone. Olivier Vernon in recent days, uh, you know, Trey Flowers isn't a lot more than Olivier Vernon in terms of cap. I'd rather have Trey Flowers. I think it's a great addition. Matt Patricia knows the guy. He coached him in his first three years in the league. So getting a familiarity player who knows your system and knows how you want to play, you can't argue it. And, you know, there aren't many players I'd sit there and say are worth that kind of money. But Trey Flowers in my book is one that probably is close to that value. So if he's getting more than 16 million a year, when you're looking at what some other players have got, I don't begrudge him it because I think he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely more. Right then, let's talk about somebody who probably doesn't deserve quite as much as he's been given. The Bengals have re-signed offensive line man Bobby Hart. Now, he impressed the Bengals enough to turn last season's off-season one-year deal into a three-year deal, $21 million plus contract in Cincy. But... It's top 10 right tackle money for a guy who might only be in the top 30 position. I don't, get I don't know where the teams are. Teams are getting dragged into money now, I think. And it's bizarre, the amount of money being thrown about. But you, look, you look at the money and you, you sit there and you think, OK, that's not that much. It's about 7 million a year. But the guy's average. Um, it's just you're paying a continuity bonus. You're basically saying this guy knows my system it's better to get to keep him than to bring someone else in. So I'm going to just have to pay him. Um, some teams are going to get dragged into this and since he have the money and have paid it, you've got other teams like the Buccaneers who have let good players go for silly money because they can't compete because the salary cap isn't um, as well adjusted to them this year as perhaps they would have liked. There were players that, you know, we mentioned Quan Alexander and there's other players will go through this list that perhaps they would have liked to have kept, but there's no way they're paying $13.5 million a year to, to Quan Alexander and, I think the Bengals have just said we'll take the hit on on this one, but it's not he's not worthy of that kind of paycheck for me. So he's done very well. Be interesting to see what the guarantee figure is. Yeah, this next one for me was a little bit of a shocker. I did not see this one coming. The Jets signing Jameson Crowder to a three-year, twenty-eight dollar, well, twenty-eight million dollar, not twenty-eight dollars. That would be a poor deal for him. <laughs> <laughs> twenty-eight million dollars seems it seems like a lot. I mean, 17 is guaranteed. He is only 25, but he missed seven games last year to injury. Only had 29 catches, 388 yards, two touchdowns. He was touted at the Redskins as their slot receiver and was expect big things were expected of him. But I don't yeah. know how that he fits in with Quincy Anunwa being the target hog over at the Jets. You've got Robbie Anderson. I don't know what happens here, where he slides in as a... He's not your prototypical wideout, is he? No, I think probably he will move into that slot position. I think Anuma maybe moves outside. I don't think you can move Crowder outside. I worry about the injury on this. It's not necessarily the most amount of money you'll see for a wide-out player, but you know, $17 million guaranteed is still significant. The Jets have the money, so fine. But I just worry about paying average talent above average money, and I think that's a, a, a something they could get themselves into a trap here with and Jameson Crowder okay his first couple of years in the league were you know productive 2,100 yards odd in in the first three years of his career but as you mentioned seven games missed last year I just don't really trust that he's going to be a huge addition to that line I don't think he's massively fantasy relevant so we'll see what happens but not a favorite deal of mine that that's gone through uh unlike one of these uh unlike this deal that the Washington Redskins have put together for Landon Collins, although very expensive, is a deal I'm a big fan of. Oh, well, do you want to talk about that now? 
Yeah, sure. So Landon Collins probably got the biggest deal of free agency so far uh, outside of uh, a quarterback in Jacksonville, which we'll talk about. So Landon Collins has got a six-year, $84 million deal. I mean, I knew he was going to get paid, but even I didn't dream up some of the numbers that were going to be thrown out here. So he's getting a $15 million signing bonus in 2019 with a $6 million option in 2020, and he's guaranteed $32 million over his first two years, according to Mike Garofolo of the NFL Network. He's also added that he has a $12.5 million guarantee in 2021, but it's guaranteed only uh, for injury. So if he gets injured, he gets, uh, he gets that money. Whereas uh, if he gets cut, he's not paid it. So a lot of money for Landon Collins. He's a very good player. Uh, he wanted more money. He's got his wish. The lad is, is absolutely rolling in cash right now, which is you know good for him. But wow, what a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, you'd love to be him, wouldn't you, today? Oh, yeah, I would. I would quite enjoy being him just for today, just for whatever gets paid for today, and then I'll leave. You know, I don't even need to play a snap. <laughs> just, yeah, we know it. Yeah, very, well, very good. Let's move on to Buffalo, where for some reason they've signed another aging running back in Frank Gore. It's a one-year, two million dollar deal. Uh, won't won't let the inevitable pro- process of retiring or age bring him down. And fourteen years, fourteenth season, he did finish on the Dolphins' IR, but he wanted to return for one more season, probably more after this. He's going to be playing at the Bills. So, if you have shares in Shady McCoy, if you are silly enough to keep him for whatever reason, now is the time to dump him. We were talking in our draft that we take Shady and I said to you, absolutely no, do I not want Shady McCoy anywhere near my roster? And In, in, in my defence, it was very late in the draft. <laughs> I know it was. Listen, we're talking, I think, the, the 18th round or something like that. It was very deep. It wasn't like the top seven, eight round. But I didn't want him anywhere near our team. And I'm pretty glad now, having seen Frank Gore go there. Frank Gore is the fantasy running back killer. <laughs> He killed Kenny and Drake last year, and now he's going to kill whatever was left of Shady McCoy being <laughs> fantasy relevant quarterback. He just, he's that. a scourge. He's a scourge on the league, Frank Gore. I love him to pieces. Let him have his fifteen year, but and it's two million dollars. It's nothing, like But I don't, I don't get the signing. But hey, why not? Yeah. Well, we mentioned that Nick Foles paid up his two million quid or dollars, I should say, to to get out of his contract. And it seems to be worth every cent, I imagine, because the Jags have turned around and said, well, here you are, Nick. Here's a four-year, $88 million deal. Uh, Um, Just unbelievable, this deal. Yeah. And 50 of it's guaranteed as well. So (laughs) You talk about slapping a plaster on a problem. So you paid up uh, Blake Bortles, which looks like in the next 24 hours is going to get cut. Uh, with a $16.5 million cap hit to the Jags. And as a result, <laughs> you've put an p- extra big plaster by bringing in Nick Foles, guaranteeing $50 million. When at picking seven, you could have got a Haskins or maybe a Kyler Murray, but you could have signed Case Keenum for a few years. You could have got Tyrod Taylor for a year but they've decided to go big on Nick Foles and I can't believe the amount of money that he's got. I can't believe it. Like this is, this is why teams don't win Super Bowls. You cannot pay average quarterbacks and below average quarterbacks, premium quarterback money. I mean, you're talking about now he's in the top eight earners of court in the quarterback position in the league. Is Nick, is Nick Foles a top eight quarterback? No. 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 <laughs> He's not. He's not a top eight quarterback. It's just mental. This is stupid. It's a silly deal. I, we knew it was going to happen. I I never thought they'd guarantee 50 million. I never thought anyone would guarantee him 50 million. But if I'm Nick Foles here, I'm doing cartwheels. Uh, well, of course you are. He's just got paid. <laughs> he's not just got paid. He's made for life. Like, And I'm happy for him. He's a nice guy. Like, yeah, he is. I've got absolutely nothing against him. He's a top... Top Johnny Banana, but wow, fifty million dollars you've guaranteed him, and you've you've still got Blake Bortles to pay. Like it's just, it's just but throwing bad money after bad. It's just uh, I don't understand this move. And it, for me, this is this is for me the one of the worst free agency signings of all time. And I will eat my words if they win a Super Bowl. But believe me, that contract is 
you have to make the Super Bowl in order for that to be a worthwhile investment. Anything short of that, never in a million years. And they've got so many holes, they can't afford to pay anyone else now. That's drained all their cap. Done. <laughs> I couldn't think of a, a word to slide in there that was suitable and done. <laughs> Definitely. Right, Murph, this next one's about a former Buccaneer. Fire the cannons, off you go. So uh, he broke his own news yesterday. Uh, Sean Daxon announced he was leaving the team. I was pretty sure he'd been cut. But no, Jason Light was at it again, and he got the man traded off the books. So he's picked up a 2019 sixth-round pick, and he has given the Eagles a 2027th-round pick, plus Deshaun Jackson. He's going into his season as a 33-year-old wide receiver, but he was there previously and had a good time. So as a result, you know, he's going to replace Mike Wallace. Good luck to him. He will make better than Mike Wallace will because Mike Wallace was pretty awful but and injured and injured <laughs> talking about another player who wasn't really fantasy relevant last year Tyler Croft got injured former Cincinnati Bengals tight end has gone to the Bills now they released uh, Clay or I can't remember his first name uh, Claire they released Clay and needed a tight end so they signed Tyler Croft on a three year 21 million dollar deal and um, he only had four catches for 36 yards last year in five games I don't know how I feel about this at all. Oh, the same. Exactly. That's, well, let's move on. So this next one is, is even more bizarre. The Titans have signed Adam Humphreys, former Buccaneers, fire those cannons, slot receiver, on a four-year, $36 million deal. Now, the Jets and Patriots were also in the mix for Humphreys, but Humphreys chased the money and ended up being the man who can settle the debate, who is better, Winston or Mariota? He's also on more money than Zach Ertz, so I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I know how I feel about this. It hurts Corey Davis, and I hate it. <laughs> Here's the interesting thing with, with this move. The Patriots really wanted him. The Jets moved and pivoted and went for Jameson Crowder. Fine. You know, he was a cheaper option, so you can understand the thinking. Um, the Jets pull out. They put their money elsewhere. Fine. I heard, and I don't know how true this is, so I, I do specify that this is just purely rumour, that the difference between the Patriots' offer and the Titans' offer was about a million to a million and a half a year. Now, considering what he was on, which was a rookie deal, and considering that if it was, say, a million and a half, he's getting seven and a half million a year to go and play at the Patriots would you not take the seven and a half million and go for rings or take the nine million and rot in Tennessee? I'm taking the seven and a half million and playing with the greatest quarterback there ever has been and the possibility of going to at least one more Super Bowl. I don't understand. A million and a half is not going to change your, you're already getting seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a year. And this is the problem. He came into Bucks training camp last year and said, I want 8 million a year. And the Buccaneers said, no, we're not going to pay you 8 million a year. We like you. We want you to stay. We're not going to pay you $8 million a year. Go test the market. And that conversation was pretty quick. Tested the market. He got $9 million a year. I just think this is just... He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. Really good player. I, I love Adam Humphries. He's a great addition to any team as a slot receiver. But we're making out that he's a huge piece. And for a guy who's going to get you maybe five, 600 yards a year. Um, and, you know, he's a red zone threat. That's ultimately what he'll do. He'll bring the ball down. But... Yeah, I, I just think Tennessee is a place where good good players go to die, and uh, I just, it's such a shame he could have gone and played for a really good team and um, made good money. But he's decided to cash in. That's his prerogative. Good luck to him. Yeah. Well, moving on, the Bills have signed centre Mitch Morse and have made him the highest paid centre in the league with a four year, forty four million dollar deal. This really, really, really helps Frank Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the Bills' offensive line last year was porous, to say the best. And the combination of Russell Bodine and Ryan Groy provided incapable of replacing Eric Woods in 2018. So they needed a centre. They went out and paid C. Mitch Morse loads and loads and loads of money. He's probably top two at the position, alongside Denver's Matt Bradis. But it's a lot of money when you've got a lot of holes on that O-line. Yeah, they, you know, Brandon Bean came out on the Ian Rappaport podcast and said that they were going to spend some money this year. They had some real cap issues. 
um, when he first got to the team, which is why the last couple of years they've not been that active in free agency. And their priority was to fill positions in drafts. Um, so they did a lot of draft movement last year to get their quarterback of the future, which obviously they picked up. But they spent a lot of money on the centre um, in Mitch Morse. Yes, he's very good. The Bills here seem to be just picking up. Um, they seem to be quite happy just to spend some money and hoping that that fills the job. I, I like any O-line position uh, addition for them because it was so bad last year. So, yeah, I don't I don't hate any uh, O-line addition for them. I think any O-line addition is a, is a good move. They've paid top money, but they, they should see some improvement. And if they can get themselves a couple of other players to, to add onto that O-line for some rotation, I think they'll be in a, a better position to improve on their six wins this year. Yeah, for sure. Moving on to a high marquee piece now. The Chiefs have signed safety, Tyrion Matthew. Could this signal the end of Eric Berry in Kansas City, perhaps? Who knows? But the Chiefs have added a high-profile name to their secondary in Matthew. His three-year, $42 million eats up a massive chunk of their cap space in what it was perilous, to say the, to say the least, to begin with. So they got rid of Ford. They got rid of Houston. Well, Ford's actually not got rid of, but he's on the trading block. And I imagine with this signing, they sort of need to move him on to keep the cap down now. Yeah, they won't get rid of Eric Berry just yet because cutting him, they're going to save about a million and a half against the cap. So you're going to keep a player at that ton for, for that money. So I guess add some competition and, and rotation. So uh, it does make sense. So good luck to them. Uh, I'm gutted personally. I, I did see him in Tampa. I said that on the free agency show. I did feel that that was a move that would happen. So um, what I really hope to happen. So I'm disappointed that's not happened. But we move on and the Buccaneers will have to search after somebody else and Tui Mahu will go and have, the Honey Badger will go and have a great career uh, in Kansas City, no doubt. Who do you think you get a safety now then? I think it's going to be a, a very cheap option. Um, there's a short list of players I think I'll probably talk about tomorrow. Uh, maybe some of the lesser known names in this free agency class. Uh, there's a few that I've got that I'm sort of tracking that I think you'll probably see maybe towards Friday, maybe even the weekend for those additions. So I think uh, as part of catching up with all these big signings, we'll look to head to some of those, I think that can happen, maybe some of the smaller, less popular deals. Um, and I think we'll cover them off in tomorrow's show. Well, talking of safeties, the Ra- Raiders have signed John Mark, LaMarcus Joyner, sorry, from the, Ra- the Oakland Raiders spending spree has continued. And this is the, They've addressed the defence here, as opposed to Brown and, I imagine, Bell at some point. This is They are spending money at a serious rate here, and, and we could see them go quite a long way. I mean, Joyner is a serious piece. We saw him really, really bust people apart last year at the Rams. and It's going to be a four-year deal, so there's no financials reported yet, but four years, it's going to be... Fairly decent amount of money. I imagine he's only 28, so a few years left at safety. And this really helps. Yeah, I see this number, a four-year deal being somewhere maybe between 50 and 60 million. I don't actually know what the numbers are, um, but I think it's a big big deal. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens uh, going into there. So... Big piece, again, another solid addition. They're clearly wanting to spend some money before they get to Vegas. And they're saying to the world, we're serious, we're serious now. So you can't fault any of these additions if they can make the financials work. But similar to the Rams, they're going to have some problems holding on to these players in two years' time. Yeah, definitely. Briefly, the Colts have signed Devin Funchess. Yeah. Not fantasy relevant. They've got loads of... Loads and loads of cap space, but I don't get this deal. It's all don't rate punches. Uh, I mean, he's got a one-year deal that could be worth with incentives up to thirteen million. I don't rate him as a player. I, I never really have. Um, admittedly, he's had Cam throwing to him, so we'll see what he can do with a good quarterback. But they did need a wide receiver. I felt there were better options out there for them than Devin Funches, but that's what they've ended up with. So good luck to them. Now then, this one I called in the free agency show. The Jets have signed linebacker Anthony Barr. Now, Barr spent all five of his NFL seasons in Minnesota with the Vikings. He's had the Pro Bowl four of those, well, the past four years. <laughs> the Jets are making a splash from defense. We'll talk about another bit a little bit later on. But this is, we, I said in the free agency show, they needed pass rushes to make this defense nasty. And they've gone and added a pretty good 
<laughs> linebacker in Bath. Yeah, great, great addition. Uh, I don't know, again, we don't know about the financials of this deal just yet, but he started all 71 games in his career. Um, you're talking about a player that's got 30 tackles for loss, 13 and a half sacks in those 71 games. So pretty good from the position he plays in. So be interesting to see what they paid. Um, but a very, very good player, very popular player. Going to be a very strong addition to what was already a pretty tidy defence. So to give them a bit extra, it could make it a very sneaky good D. Yeah. Oh, let's move on to the boys in orange at mile high. Now, the Broncos have signed cornerback Kareem Jackson. Now, the long-time Texan is headed to Denver on a three-year, $33 million deal. Vic Fangio looks to be getting some hard-hitting help in the secondary. I mentioned they needed to draft somebody in the secondary, so probably look for them to now grab a safety, I reckon, at 10, unless they go after Drew Locke. But the Texans stand out. will get $23 million in guaranteed money, which is nicely front-loaded, I think, for a cornerback. Yep, $23 million in guaranteed money. Uh, again, good deal for him. Good player. Decent, decent size deal. Not one that's going to completely destroy your cap. But again, good addition, position of need. Can't fault this deal. Good deal all round, I think. Yeah, they've also the Broncos have also signed offensive tackle Juwan James. Did they need Bronco? Did they need offensive help? Yes, sir. <laughs> Especially trading for uh, Joe Flacco, who's not the fleet of footage, shall we say? He's more statuesque. I would. I was going to say, I put in the notes, he's more like a statue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just stand still. <laughs> we also needed a right tackle because Jared Vadir is a free agent and was bang average last season. And Juwan James was one of the best tackles in the limited offensive line market. So it was all really good until it was a four-year deal for $52 million, which is slightly overpaying. And You've made him the highest paid right tackle in the NFL. You say me, I, I didn't. I, I didn't do it. No, but the Broncos have the highest paid right tackle in the NFL is Juwan James. Is he the best right tackle in the league? No, he's not. Mental deal. This. Listen, uh, like the ambition, it's a massive upgrade. There's no getting away from that. People do tend to believe that you shouldn't let money stop you from things, but I think they could have paid a bit less for him. Um, again, I don't know what is guaranteed in this deal, but fifty-two million is. I mean, they won't pay all 52 million, but still, that's still a, a sizable chunk for uh, a right tackle. We'll see how that pans out. I like the player. I like the fit. I don't like the financials on this. I think that's really going to hurt them when it comes to maybe getting another position of need. It means you're going to have to draft those positions of need more so um, and not rely on the free agency market to maybe get one more piece that you could have needed. So th- those are these sorts of deals that, can stop you from being a contender. And I'm not saying Denver were necessarily going to be a contender, but when you overpay for one piece, just that little bit too much, it's going to help. It's going to really hinder you trying to get that extra piece that could maybe put you over the top. Yeah, definitely. We should also mention that the Cardinals are expected to sign Terrell Suggs. That's... Yeah. It's worth noting that T-Sizzle grew up in Arizona. I think he went to college there, maybe school there. Um, so T-Sizzle heads home to the desert. Um, it's going to be very weird seeing him in a jersey that isn't uh, purple and white. So uh, I won't get my head around it. But it's okay because he's got a TV career on ballers to focus on. So good luck to him. <laughs> yeah. Now, there was reports that Mark Ingram would be heading to Chicago with the Bears, but they've signed Mike Davis to a two-year, $6 million deal. Um, that pretty much puts the nail in, in uh, Ingram's coffin there. So let's see where he ends up. And Jordan Howard's, I would expect. They look like they're going to trade Jordan Howard. I don't see Jordan Howard hanging around. It looks like Mike Davis will be the complimentary back to Tariq Cohen there. Not bad fantasy if they do get rid of Howard. Be interesting to see where Howard then gets dealt. Um, but I like this addition. I like Mike Davis pretty good as a three last year. I think he's going to be the two there. And I think he's going to be at least the third down back. Maybe he'd be that back to uh, be the get the goal line carries as well. You never know there. So, Good addition for Chicago. Not not stupid money. You don't mind those sorts of deals at sort of three million, three and a half million a year for an aging, uh, I'd say aging, but second year or second contract running back. So good luck to him. It's a, I think it's a good move all around. Yeah, staying in Chicago, they've also signed Buster Screen, cornerback uh, from the Jets. I think he was, wasn't? He? Uh, yes. Yeah. So he's a three-year deal worth sixteen million dollars, eight and a half guaranteed. I don't know whether this is just to cover. 
I think it's a cover position. It's just adding more depth to that secondary. Again, don't hate it, don't love it, it but it's a, a necessary piece. It's not silly money, so good luck to him. I don't know why, but I've never heard of this next guy, Josh Bellamy. Josh Bellamy is a, a wide receiver. He's uh, really never made a splash in the NFL. He's, he's always sort of been known for speed. Um, I, just, I think he's had quite a few injuries, as far as I'm aware. He's right. just never really splashed uh, heavily. I mean, he's, he's getting on a bit. So I didn't realize this, but he's 29. Um, but he's been with the Bears for the last few years. Not really done a lot. Um, he's finished with the really annoying, <laughs> it's really annoying record of the amount of in his four seasons with the Bears, he totaled nine hundred ninety-nine yards. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, the reason you haven't heard of him, he's never put up blistering numbers. He's just sort of one of those auxiliary, like fifth string, fourth string wide receiver. Best year was a couple of years ago where he got. Uh, 376 yards off 24 receptions. Then he wish he got 367 or 368. <laughs> His numbers last year, I've just looked them up. Um, 14 catches, 117 yards and a touchdown. Those numbers placed him seventh on the team in both categories. Uh, well, he's now signed at the Jets. Didn't mention that. It's a two-year deal, 7 million, 2.75 guaranteed. The Jets have added another wide receiver there, so I had no idea what's going on in the receiving court over in <laughs> at Gangreen. Talking of yeah. the Jets, they've also, uh, I don't know if this is a done deal or is it uh, in the I mean, it'll go through. It will go through tomorrow, but this is expected to be done according to sources. It's as good as done. Right. So CJ Mosley, this is huge. The Jets are expected to sign Mosley on a five-year, $85 million deal. 51 guaranteed. This has been reported by Rappaport. I mentioned the Jets are adding some nasty pieces on defense. And there's another one. This is, this is a lot of money. I mean, we're talking big, big money now. This isn't little 51 guaranteed for CJ Mosley, and he's a leader on that the defense. would be surprised if he's not the captain uh, next year. A huge addition. They've got some scary, scary pieces now. So, well, they were good they, before. Got to do something with it. Yeah, they were very good before. So now you've got to do, you've got to do more with it. So let's see, uh, let's see what happens because it's going to be. Uh, interesting to watch them on the back line, but I would like to see more offensive pieces signed. But having said that, it is only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. We're talking about all of these in the first like 48 hours, when normally yeah. it's just the sort of handshake and how you're doing. This is it's gone completely the other way and exploded. The Packers have added two pieces on defense. They've signed Bears safety and safety Adrian Amos and Ravens outside linebackers Darius Smith. They did need help on D, and they're starting to get it. Yeah, both are very, very good additions, uh, very accomplished players. Don't know about the financials. This is uh, stuff that's been breaking in literally the last hour and a bit. So um, these are deals that we're hearing are going to happen. They're not official. They don't get official till tomorrow, but we're still waiting on a a bit more information on on those. The Texans are signing former Jaguars safety Tayshawn Gibson, as per ESPN reports. This is probably because they got rid of the guy to the Broncos. Uh, yes, so they also lost uh, the Honey Badger as well. So they need a couple of uh, some additions in here. So Gibson uh, was released, as we talked about yesterday, over the weekend. So he's been picked up. Perfect. Now, over to Cleveland, and the Browns are signing defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson to a three-year, $36 million deal. It's going to shore up and add some beef to the front four. Yeah, great addition. This do like it. Not, not bad money, but he was a very, very high tally prospect in this free agency class. And that front four is going to be nasty in Cleveland. It's definitely, definitely uh, what was already a very good defense to add another piece like this. It's going to make them even better. So uh, like this from them, uh, like this more than the Vernon addition by a mile. Um, looking forward to them settling in and, and causing even more havoc up front. Yeah, no doubt the Cleveland Browns defense next year for fantasy is going to be sneaky good, I think. I, I massively agree. I do have some breaking news. Um, so three-time pro bowler linebacker Thomas Davis intends to sign with the LA Chargers. Interesting. So that's another piece of news that is uh, just coming through as we uh, remain fluid in this market as much as possible. Um, so yeah, another interesting addition if that goes through. So there's lots of stuff going on as we try to keep up. I'm seeing if there's any more news on top of that. Well, whilst you look, I'll talk about Teddy Bridgewater. So the Saints are planning to re-sign Teddy Bridgewater. 
I like this. It appears he's now the heir apparent to Drew Brees, and I think it shores up Michael Thomas shares in the future. If you're worried about him not playing with Drew Brees, I think Teddy Bridgewater can, can hold up Michael Thomas's value for fantasy there. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, interesting to see what happens there um, over the next year or so with Teddy. But yeah, they're clearly going to see him as the heir, so we'll see what happens. If you've got him in a dynasty draft, he's worth a stash, but He's not going to do anything this year, folks, that's for sure. And maybe not even next year. So we'll see what happens. Okay. I have some more breaking news for you. The Packers are signing linebacker Preston Smith to a four-year deal worth a base value of $52 million, sources say, according to Ian Rappaport. He gets $16 million to sign and he gets $27.5 million over the first <laughs> like two years. More money going mad. The Packers are just absolutely... Oh, <laughs> there's even more. They're also adding on offense. They've just signed versatile uh, offensive lineman Billy Turner, so, according to a source of Ian Rappaport. Packers are going mad today. Packers are literally signing everybody. That's four players they've added in the last hour. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's going to get to a point where we're going to have to do a pod every hour just to keep updating. I can't it's possibly just absolutely that. crazy. There's not enough hours in the day. No, not can I. <laughs> Big deal. You want to run through um, this uh, Gordon news? Yeah, so um, the Patriots have put a second round tender on Josh Gordon, so therefore giving him a, a contract worth $2.025 million next year as part of the uh, tender process. Um, so the Boston Globe first reported this and also Tom Palacero. Um, so basically they're just holding on to the hope that he might come back. So... Um, they're not expecting anybody to come in and give them a second round pick for Gordon. They're purely uh, seeing what happens, but he does remain suspended indefinitely by the NFL for his latest violation of the NFL's substance abuse policy. So if he does return, basically the Patriots are holding on to his rights and will, because no one's going to pay the tender of a second round pick for him and no one's going to pay him a contract. So I think this is a case of if he comes back, he'll be welcome back to new England, but I wouldn't necessarily take this as red that he's going to get another dime from the NFL. I did forget to mention that the Teddy Bridgewater was the Dolphins' top target for a quarterback because Tannehill's unlikely to be there. So I, Rapport reckons the Dolphins will now pivot to Tyrod Taylor and pick someone up in the draft. Let me give you a list of the top three agents remaining. Now, these are just the NFL's top 25 of their top 101 free agents. So there's a lot of deals left to happen. And 75 of the of the top 100 are still there which is mad well 74 uh, I've got Preston Smith on this list but he is now moving to the Packers so it's always a fluid situation yeah that's true <laughs> I, uh, I thought 75 I was one off apologies that's not your fault it's 75 on the screen I did update this before we jumped on and even updated it during recording but I've just because I've just broken the Preston Smith news and he's on this list um, yeah as a result um, it's actually 74 players remaining, which is still a huge amount. And that's the point. There's still so many deals to go through, which is why we had to do the pod now. Otherwise, tomorrow's pod is going to be about eight hours yeah, long. <laughs> so players that are still left of this top 25 list, Lev Bell, Earl Thomas, Justin Houston, KJ Wright, Domakung Sue, Ziggy Ansah, Tevin Coleman, Ronald Darby, Daryl Williams, Bradley Roby, Jared Cook, Roger Saffold, Jordan Hicks, and Golden Tate who is ranked actually 27th, but we feel he's fantasy relevant, so it was worth a say. I imagine on tomorrow's Podmurf, we'll be talking about many of those names. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's why I wanted to put this list together. I think that is uh, something that I would be expecting to happen tomorrow, that at least a few more of these we will see off the list. We've already seen Preston Smith go in the last few minutes, so I would expect to see some more of these uh, players go. Um, so typically, to, like in the next 24 hours, I think but this is unprecedented. We're normally during the, the tampering period. I mean, it's the first year they've kind of done it, but normally the free agency period opens officially. And when it does, you start to see these deals sort of announced within the first hour. Um, but now with this tampering, tampering period, we're just getting deals announced at silly o'clock and basically all day, every day now until it know, happens. So, Do you know what it's um, like? It's like being allowed to go into Marks and Spencer's on a Sunday before the 10.30 trading. Like you walk in there at 10 o'clock in the morning and fill your basket and then just stand at the till waiting for 10.30 so you can go and pay. It's ridiculous. Like, it's such a pointless thing. Just open it up and then people can get it done a day earlier. Like, what's the point? I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, we're still technically in the old NFL year. It starts tomorrow. We will be here tomorrow um, with a lot more news. Um, 
I didn't expect this many players to come off the board in the first 24 hours. I don't know what to expect in the next 24 hours, but we will be with you tomorrow uh, to update you um, and talk about maybe some of those smaller deals that we can expect over the yes, week as uh, well. Well, I know what's going to happen in the next 24 hours. The Jaguars are going to be announced that they're going to be London's team next year. That's what's going to happen. This offseason is so hot already. <laughs> Why the devil not? And Blake Portals will not be a Jag. Well, that's, that's a given. That's not a hot take, Murph. Come on. <laughs> right. Uh, hang on. Uh, it's not that exciting. There is news. The Jaguars are not tending a contract offer to wide receiver and returner Jaden Minkins source said he was exclusive rights. So they're just basically not going to give him an offer. You're going to free agency. Okay. Not that well, with that exotic bombshell you just dropped, I think it's time we end the show. Yes. I will see you tomorrow unless we do a pod at 10 p.m. tonight because so much has happened. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> right, big man. I'm going to hit the streets. Not Murph on the streets, but just the standard tarmac outside my flat. You enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Take care. Stay dry. See you later. Keep rushing. live a long healthy life if you're HIV positive with the current treatments we can get patients down to being undetectable the array of options is so much greater today U equals you undetectable equals untransmittable if someone who's HIV positive they're taking their medication they're undetectable they're not able to pass HIV to their partners do it for you Montgomery County your HIV treatment is their prevention get more information at doitforumc.org Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.